This ministry content is brought to you by the partners of Terry Savelle Foy Ministries. Let me define clutter. It's the accumulation of things that impede your ability to feel relaxed, at peace, or confident about your living space. It's when you can't fully rest in your home because you have this never-ending to-do list in your head that just constantly nags at you. The mess causes stress. Hey, I'm Terry Savelle Foy, your cheerleader of dreams. Today I want to give you the easiest 30-day decluttering challenge. Are you up for it? Now, especially if you feel overwhelmed with where to start, this video is for you. I'm going to show you a quick, simple way to get decluttered. But first, guess what? It's icing DC. What is hey, it's me jumping on to tell you after having an event planned for two years, our icing women's event was canceled. While I was on my mom's 75th birthday trip, we were made aware that we would not be able to use the venue that we had secured for icing in Washington, D.C. this month. There was an error in their system and they accidentally double booked us with another event. I want you to know the devil does not want this event to happen. He thinks he's going to stop us, <laughs> but God is going to turn it around. See, since the enemy tried to make it so no one could access this powerful event, we decided we're going to do something we've never done before and make it backfire on him. We are going to have a live stream event called Icing Unstoppable, and it's absolutely free. So I want you to join me October 17th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and prove to the enemy that you are unstoppable. Again, it's October 17th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Icing Unstoppable. You know, even though this event will be free, you have to register to get the link for the live stream. So go to terry.com slash unstoppable or click the link in the description. I believe together we are going to make the devil pay and we will stop him from stopping us. I'll see you October 17th. The thing is, most of us realize we have too much stuff. However, we tend to think we just need more space and then we could be more organized. Well, according to the National Soap and Detergent Association, <laughs> there is such a thing. The statistics prove that 80% of household clutter is the result of disorganization, not a lack of space. In fact, listen to these startling statistics from Joshua Baker, and it's all here in the book. But there are 300,000 items in the average American home. The average size of the American home has nearly tripled in, the, in size over the past 50 years. Still, you ready for this? One out of every 10 Americans rents an off-site storage unit to house all their extra possessions. The average 10-year-old owns 238 toys, but plays with only 12. In other words, we like stuff. Well, at the same time, all of these objects that are just piling up around us, they negatively affect our productivity, our time, our budgets, and even our mental health. So let me ask you, are you clutter blind? <laughs> In other words, has the clutter been there for so long that you don't even notice it anymore? Have you become oblivious to it? You know, we can get so acclimated to our disorganized living spaces that we just walk over it day after day. What used to annoy us has now become just invisible. 
we become clutter blind, right? Well, let me point out that there are different degrees of clutter and it's unique to each person. What one person considers disorderly, another sees it as a catastrophe and they tend to marry each other. In fact, I've had people ask me, does anything get you upset? Because I do have a pretty easygoing personality. I don't tend to get too disturbed or agitated by too much. But after giving it some thought, the thing that sort of ruffles my feathers, <laughs> as I like to say, it steals my peace more than anything, is coming home to a messy, cluttered, disorganized space. Now, years ago, I would get home late at night from traveling all weekend, speaking at conferences, and as soon as I would walk in the back door, I would be greeted by empty pizza boxes stacked on the kitchen counter, dishes piled in the sink, coats thrown across the kitchen chairs, backpacks on the table, and I would just like, <gasps> I would gasp <laughs> in disgust. And I could hardly even drop the luggage down before I would seriously go grab a trash bag and put the pizza boxes in it. That is not the best way for me to return home from a trip with a good attitude for my family. Well, after being married for 32 years now, my husband knows how important a clutter-free kitchen is when I get home. That's the only time he cares about it is when I come home from a trip. But we have this little joke now. I'll text him when I get on the plane to just alert him. I'm arriving soon and I'll nonchalantly ask, what are you doing? I know the kitchen is a disaster while I'm gone, but he typically responds, making peace for you. <laughs> now the truth is, we all have different tolerance levels for clutter and messy environments. Mine and Rodney's are completely different. And the person with the lowest tolerance level will end up doing most of the work to get things in shape. Some people could care less about leaving their dirty clothes in the bathroom floor for a solid week or walking over a pile of laundry for several days. Okay, maybe I'm talking about Rodney, maybe not. But in fact, I read a story about a woman whose husband was so messy that she wanted to do a little experiment just to see how long would it take him to go without note, to just not even notice this clutter. How long is it gonna take him? Well, when they got home from a trip, she left his suitcase full of dirty clothes right in front of the front door. Like he literally had to step over it to get in the house. Well, after a solid month, she called off the experiment and emptied the suitcase. <laughs> That's so me. So it may not be totally fair that one spouse has to maintain most of the order and do most of the tidying up, but here's the thing. In most cases, they aren't trying to be rude or disrespectful. It just does not bother them. They don't even see what you see. And that's when you have to hold on to those scriptures, like the one that says, do everything as unto the Lord, make the bed, pick up his underwear, do the laundry, load the dishwasher, clean the bathtub, file the bills as unto the Lord. <laughs> Why? There's another scripture that says, your father in heaven is watching, but he sees every act of excellence as preparation for your promotion. All those tedious acts in private will bring rewards to you in public. Oh, and I wanna mention this to help you out. My gift to you this week is my entire ebook, Declutter Your Way to Success. And I usually give away a chapter with tips and strategies, 
but I want you to have the whole book absolutely free. So just click the link down below and you can get your own copy of the ebook, Declutter Your Way to Success. And I hope that's a blessing to you. And I wanna ask you real quick, if you'll take a quick second and help me out. Would you be one of my subscribers? You know, we really wanna impact more people this year with success from God's word. And when you subscribe, it pushes our videos in front of more people. So if you'll just push that subscribe button, that helps us more than you know. So I wanna say thank you for doing that. Okay, I want you to imagine your boss, your pastor, your in-laws, someone you respect or admire coming over for dinner tonight. Imagine your house from their viewpoint of walking in the front door, or a realtor is getting ready to show your house to a prospective buyer. How would you feel? Would you be ashamed, embarrassed, mortified, or just completely content and proud to show off your castle? Only you can decide, but changing your perspective can really open your eyes to what needs to go or to give you that sense of pride in your place, right? So before I give you this easy challenge, let me define clutter. It's the accumulation of things that impede your ability to feel relaxed, at peace, or confident about your living space. It's when you can't fully rest in your home because you have this never-ending to-do list in your head that just constantly nags at you. The mess causes stress, but purging is therapeutic. So let's start the 30-day decluttering challenge. So here it is. The challenge is simply to remove one item each day that corresponds with the day of the month. So, for example, on the first day of the month, you remove or declutter one item from your possessions. On day five, you pick five items that have no use to you. On day 15, you declutter 15 items that are just taking up space in your surroundings. By day 30 of this decluttering challenge, you find 30 items that you do not need or want. And guess what? You will have removed 500 unnecessary items from your domain in the past 30 days. 500, that's major progress. And before you freak out over 500 items, remember the average American home has over 300,000 items. So let me give you some ideas of things to toss. And remember, you don't have to throw these things away. You can give them to someone to be a blessing or have a big sale. But it could be stuff like the Tupperware with no lids. Well, nobody wants that, so don't give it away. But the 37 coffee mugs, the old stained kitchen towels, the Christmas gifts you will never use, the snuggy blanket, the games you never play. It could be broken items like lamps, clocks, tools, or even stored furniture, all that stuff that just keeps getting moved to the garage. I heard someone say, if it's broken, missing a piece, or unusable, it's time to dump it. Just get rid of it. It's taking up unnecessary, valuable space, and it's gonna benefit you more by being out of your way. So if it's outdated, worn out, stretched out, faded, toss it. It could be a broken toaster, a Sony Walkman from 1997. <laughs> it could be old newspapers and gossip magazines. Nobody cares what happened in 2004. Maybe you have too many of a certain thing like umbrellas, old phones, shoes, jewelry, dishes. You could be a tremendous blessing by donating these items to someone else. And when you come across items, ask yourself, 
when was the last time I used this or wore this or practiced this or needed this item? Most organizing experts say, if you come across something you haven't used in the last 12 months, you should probably get rid of it. So here's three little tips I use every time I take on a decluttering or organizing challenge. Number one, got a big old CD player, is you grow as you go. You know, I always have, I don't use CD players anymore, but I like the big prop. But I always have some sort of motivational teaching playing while I'm organizing. I love killing two birds with that one stone. So I'm educating myself, which means I'm growing and I'm organizing at the same time. Build your faith, learn something new, expand your knowledge or learn a new language while you declutter. Number two is you mark it on your calendar. Get a wall calendar somewhere and keep track of your decluttering challenge. And when you declutter an item based on the day, like on day 10, you remove 10 items, mark through that day with a big old X. Okay, and then number three, this is not my cell phone, but set a timer or set the alarm on your phone for 20 minutes. You know, just start. I, I'm telling you, 20 minutes is gonna make the biggest change and you're gonna get so much more done than you ever dreamed of in 20 minutes. So I hope this helps you make great progress. Now be sure to get your free ebook, Declutter Your Way to Success, for more tips and even ways to cash in on your clutter. So click the link below and you can get it right now. And I'm cheering you on to live your dreams.